Let's fucking podcast, baby. Podcast. <laughs> 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 Rip it up. <laughs> Rip it up. Kiss, the thing I don't get, but the band I love. <laughs> Hello. I'm I can see why all the podcasts I started failed. <laughs> Hello. Ixnay on the talent, please. <laughs> Hello and welcome to <laughs> Murph's Tavern, a Simpsons podcast hosted by you, Murphy McLaughlin. Yes, and uh, we talk about uh, a different episode of The Simpsons every week, every fortnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only from seasons 10 to 15, you said, right? <laughs> uh, one to eight. The golden years. The golden years, <laughs> yeah. And hey, we got some golden girls in here tonight. <laughs> Uh, joining us uh, today, we've got myself, Timothy Clark, return guest, Ahoy Hoy Podcast Arenos, good to be back. And who's that sitting over there? Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> Blanche Devereaux, the horny one. <laughs> and she's here tonight. It's Donna Collins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In case you're wondering, you can start again, Murphy. <laughs> no, no. We're, we're doing it live. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I am very sorry. I do this every time. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you knew this was our special live episode, Tim. You know this was important to me. <laughs> sorry, sorry. The whole I, audience is here. <laughs> sorry, I saw a good episode of The Simpsons that got me all riled up and I'm sitting with friends. And uh, hey, I just want to listen to everyone out there in podcast land. Welcome to Murph's Tavern, a beautiful podcast hosted by Murphy McLaughlin, watching a different episode of The Simpsons every two weeks now. Uh, from the first seven to nine seasons, the golden age, some <laughs> truly, would say. Truly. I'm here, Timothy Clark. Donna, Donna Collins is there, and we just watched scenes from the class struggle in Springfield. One of the those titles that really doesn't give much away, does it? Like, well, I mean, there were several scenes. There was a class struggle. It was in Springfield. Oh, true. Well, I not, would say not fully in Springfield. It, that's correct. Up. Oh. Ognadville. I've been bloody called up already. Yep. It what did take place sometimes in a former Japanese internment camp, <laughs> sometimes in Ogdenville. You know what I just realised? They're at the Ogdenville Mall, but Brandine and Cletus are there. How'd they get there? Cletus is actually there twice. Because when Marge goes there at the end, Cletus is there. Yeah, still there. And when yeah. they go there the first time, Cletus is there. Um, I mean, you could argue, well, Marge is there and she doesn't live in Ogdenville, but... That know. would be my entire argument. <laughs> <laughs> Cletus is trapped under Marge's car all the time. <laughs> <laughs> For listeners at home, I've adopted a, an almost horizontal uh, podcasting stance just because you two are leaning in <laughs> so, so far. <laughs> I'm huddled, uh, huddled around the warm <laughs> recording device. <laughs> It's because when you were going rogue before, you almost knocked the yeah. recorder over. <laughs> I almost so. did knock the... Uh, we're, we're trying to give you leeway to, mm. <laughs> to move around as much as All you right. want. And who is this leeway? <laughs> I never met this guy. <laughs> so, before, But everyone wants to give him to you. It's crazy. <laughs> before we get into scenes from the class struggle of Springfield, which is the episode where Marge gets the Chanel yeah. dress mm-hmm. uh, and they want to join, or Marge wants to join the country club, I want to uh, mix things up a bit and... Uh, Talk about your favorite Simpsons character because oh, that's right. 60th yes. episode is coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, and uh, we're counting down uh, the best Simpsons characters as voted by mm. you, the listener, you, the guest. I'm pointing to Tim and Donna as I'm saying that. Um, He's pointing everywhere. It's great. Me, the host. Yeah. <laughs> if this yeah. episode is anything to go by, <laughs> and other previous episodes where I've done this shtick mm-hmm. where I jump in really fast, and it seems <laughs> to always take Murphy by surprise, even though I do it. <laughs> Every single time. I thought it was the first time. Whoa. 
yours no. was the most extreme today. I'm scared <laughs> for next time you're on. <laughs> I did almost throw the recorder on the ground. He's going to bash that mic out of your head. Right. Next time I'm going to be Who is this mic and why do I want to bash him? <laughs> All right. So, Donna, I think you've already submitted yours online. Thank I you. Have. Which listeners can do. They can go on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or even just through murphymclaughlin.com. Shoot a message through, comment on a post with your favorite character. Donna, I'm going to say yours was, because a few weeks ago now, I'm trying to remember... Lionel Hutz? That's right. Hey. Ooh, good choice. He's a delight. Yeah. <laughs> Any particular favourite moments from that great man? Uh, I think it was the um, replaced dog with son. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be up there, one of the best scenes. That is so, Just so good. Any, yeah. Tim, who would you say? Oh, on the spot, uh, I'm running through. Hutz is a great one. Yeah. I was thinking Troy McClure as well, but I think, and I've, I've, I've had a couple episodes with him or her, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna reveal it. Oh uh, with them uh, on this podcast, and I gotta go. Skinner. Ah, yes. I yeah. love Skinner. Mm-hmm. He's he's a great bloody foil to that Chalmers. <laughs> that is true. I've and I do I do love a good fuddy duddy character whose uh, boringness is key to them being funny. Yes, absolutely. If my bloody stand up's anything to go by. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I think that's a great choice. Um, yeah, I think that's one of um, Oakley and Weinstein's favorite characters. Actually, they really oh damn! You mean them. the people who were show running this episode we were watching today? Yes, thank you very much, <laughs> Timothy Clark. So, um, yes, thank you for those uh, character submissions. I'll add them to the spreadsheet. Well, I already added yours, Donna, but yes. yep, Tim, I'll, I'll add that. And uh, yeah, tune in for episode sixty where we find out uh, who the best definitive best Simpsons characters are. Um, oh, can I change my answer? Yeah. Bender. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, we did just watch Scenes from Class Struggle from, from Springfield. Um, the Chanel Dress episode, let's just call it that. Yeah, this is really up there as one of the... No one refers to this one by the... Sh- <laughs> they just say the Chanel suit episode. No one goes Scenes from the Class Struggle in Springfield. Yeah, Country uh, Club episode, Homer Golf episode. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, Definitely one where the title does not give much away. Whereas a few episodes after this, Home of the Smithers. Yeah. <laughs> you pretty much, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's the one where they have the monorail. Uh, actually, <laughs> uh, should we talk about this? When um, we were loading up the episode on Disney+, Plus, yes. we had a laugh at the synopsis for not just this episode, but a few episodes from... Uh, that's how you know Simpsons seven. is a good show. We're <laughs> laughing at the synopsis already <laughs> before we get involved. Classic comedy. Much gets Simpsons. a suit. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, she's <laughs> but, doing it. But no, what I mean by that, listeners, is they have done... Whoever's written the synopsis for this, and I, I do feel like I've seen a tweet or a post about this in the past, but they've written it in a really weird way or given stuff away. So the one for scenes from the class struggle in Springfield, Homer discovers Mr. Burns cheats at golf while Marge discovers she doesn't fit the upper class life. Why First is it of in all, that order? Yeah, like the the A plot is the Marge um, upper class life type thing where the B plot is Homer at the golf. But also Homer discovering Mr. Burns cheats, that's spoiling it. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the end yeah. of that subplot. Um, but speaking of spoiling it, the synopsis for Home of the Smithers is after Mr. Burns fires Smithers, he falls out a window and depends upon his longtime aide again. That's the ending of the episode. That is the last 30 <laughs> seconds of the episode. Scroll down, Donna, if you can, please, and we'll take a look. Because I've also seen, I, I think, yeah, maybe some viral tweet on, on Simpsons Twitter or something like that, that that goes around about this as well. And I think people are pointing out that 
Disney Plus might use AI to generate these synopsis. Oh, oh. it does have that feel, yeah. doesn't it? Mm. Well, look at this one. Act- <laughs> a fish oh called God. Selma. Actor Troy McClure marries Marge's sister in order to conceal a sexual fetish of his from the world. Because these, these wouldn't... Hinted. That yeah. It's meant to be a funny joke that's hinted. That and that's why people, geez. I think, are thinking that this is AI generated or, or from some other... Because these wouldn't be matching up to any description in TV guides of the time. No. Or, no. Especially yeah. the DVDs, which would have been transferred totally. over. Like, there would be so many actual official synopsises they could have used. It's strange. Mm. Um, 22 short films about Springfield. Skinner and Chalmers have dinner. No, it's a luncheon. <laughs> it's yeah. an unforgettable luncheon. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot. <laughs> right dinner. Maggie gets locked in a box. And, <laughs> I mean, technically, uh, and Nelson gets what he deserves. Again, oh, yeah. spoiling the... <laughs> she got locked in like a newspaper thing, didn't yeah. she? Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's one of the ones where the I name like of the episode is a better synopsis than the one they've supplied because <laughs> yeah. it is 22 short films about... I love Bart on the Road here, the synopsis. And, hey, folks, you listen to a Simpsons podcast... Just reading out synopses of episodes. <laughs> that's what you're getting in store for. <laughs> While at the DMV, Bart creates a fake driver's license and drives to Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> it feels like it's like a, the Simpsons are going to Knoxville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to know anything. Get the barbecue smoker. <laughs> um, <laughs> look at this one. This is um, Curse of the Flying Hellfish. Grandpa will inherit a fortune as the last survivor of an old army unit if Mr. Burns dies before him. <laughs> I mean, okay. technically that one is true, but it's written in a very it's the It's way. the most appealing one so far. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Homer, this is Homer we've, we've now realised that these uh, upcoming ones are actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're fairly, they're fairly no, summarise well, it. Is, this one's not uh, that bad, but Homer joins rock bands around the country, entertaining audiences by catching cannonballs. I wouldn't call what he's doing in that episode catching them. Mm. Like, he's... Getting hit by them. I agree with you, Murphy. AI should not be replacing the job of whomever it is to write synopses of these Simpsons <laughs> episodes. Especially that because they are like DVDs and like it's been yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> this it's is, been done. so old. Oh, it's been done. Oh, <laughs> I think Simpsons already did it. <laughs> um, so, this episode. Yeah, yes. Uh, Scenes from the class struggle in Springfield. We did just watch it, but before uh, cast your minds back, like what, what are your memories of this episode? If, if someone were to say to you, hey, Tim, the episode with the Chanel suit, uh, well, what do you think about that one? Uh, I'll be honest. That, this one, I really like this episode. Now, as a kid, I did not like this one. Yeah, it right. really just glossed over me. And I think it's a lot of it's. It deals with a lot more adult themes than uh, I would have liked as a kid. There's no Bart or Lisa storyline. Yeah. Uh, it's all about Homer golfing. Golf boring. Mm. And uh, it does deal with a lot more of the the class struggle and the satire about class in suburban America that The Simpsons did a lot pretty much early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by this point, you know, at this point, season seven, I was in it. For, I was in it for the wackiness. <laughs> I was in it for crusty dealing with the IRS. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was in it for the icon iconoclasms. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. in retrospect, uh, I love this episode. So many great uh, lines that I remember as a kid are from here, and so much I I didn't get as a kid. Oh, it yeah. would have gone completely over my head. Uh, and yeah, love it now. Well, I think as a young boy as well, you're like, I'm not interested in Marge. I don't want to watch a yeah. Marge yeah, yeah. episode. You can see that. Yeah. She's the boring mom. I kind of think this, I kind of had the same thing where I was a little bit like, oh, Marge is like, n- not in the sense of like, oh, Marge is boring, but it was like, Marge is sad. 
Yeah. Marge yeah. is sad. I don't want to watch an episode where Marge is <laughs> sad. Oh, God, I hate sad Marge. You're like, sad Sad Marge is like your your mum's sad. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't want to watch your mum be sad. Oh, you oh, I hate it when Marge cries. <laughs> oh, oh yuck. I love Marge when she's being happy but boring yeah yeah when she thinks potatoes are neat <laughs> very fun <laughs> there's some good examples of that in this episode like when she's justifying buying the dress and she goes it'll be good for the economy <laughs> um yeah, yeah like when she grumbles like downhearted and then you see her start to smile but still grumbling um but yeah one of the few episodes where marge is quite like feisty and angry and yeah. like um you know yells at least a Twice, yeah, yeah, twice, yeah. Which is that's real sad, yeah. yeah. Um, because Lisa and that is that is so like real. I feel that scene where Lisa's mm. jumping on the bed and being an, that annoying kid, and Marge yeah. is trying to like do the sewing. Um, like yeah, I feel like I think that's kind of why I didn't uh, <laughs> gravitate to it much as a kid. <laughs> you, uh, you were the you were the one bouncing on the bed. <laughs> no, I was a good little boy. Oh. <laughs> No, but just like the, the realism of uh, the family struggle. Just like, yeah. oh, I don't want this from my cartoon. No. Well, you mentioned Oakley Weinstein. Um, I think just because I mentioned them. But yes, they <laughs> um, ran this season of The Simpsons. And I believe that one of the things they went into when they took over was they wanted to bring it back to a bit more of like the family side of things yep. and add that realism again. Because it had gotten a bit wacky like the season before there's some... Um, you know, you had like stone cutters and you had Homer yeah. going into space <laughs> and like it was getting pretty like, like out. too heightened, yeah. Yeah, and very gag heavy as well. I think they were starting to lose the heart a little bit. So when they took over for season seven, they were like, well, let's, let's bring this back. And I think this episode is really a, a great example of that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And also... Uh, because I, I, I've heard like through this podcast and other Simpsons podcasts, like they would give oh, Marge oh, story. Sorry, like, other Simpsons podcasts? <laughs> what the <Whoa>. fuck? <laughs> uh, they're, they're other just, podcasts? Yeah. There's more than one podcast? <laughs> it's, a, it's a Family Guy podcast hosted by a, name called, a guy called Michael Simpson. <laughs> it's confusing. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, sorry. They would, writers' rooms in the early days would give Marge storylines to new writers and, and such. Yes. Oh. Um, and speaking of the writers, mm. did you notice who wrote and directed? To this one, yeah, uh, I think I have this in my uh, fun facts. Um, uh, it's a real fun fact. It was the first time that a female writer and director were credited in the same episode. My God. seven I seasons that. in, seven yeah, because it was Jennifer Crittenden who yep. was uh, Seinfeld. Uh, Yes, and mm. I think full-time writer at this point as well as Susie Dita, who was like a long-time animation director as yep. well. I did, because I didn't know, because that jumped out at me when I was looking at the credits, and I took a note of that. Yeah. I couldn't tell if this was the first time, because it obviously it wasn't the first time either of them had worked on it. I was no. wondering if it was the first time it was written and directed by a woman. Yeah. I googled first episode of The Simpsons written and directed by women. First suggestion is, what episode of The Simpsons is feminist? <laughs> And it, apparently it's girls just want to have sums. Uh, <laughs> episode 19, season 17. That's the only episode. <laughs> 17 seasons in. We're glad he got one. They finally got one. Mm. It is actually yeah. astonishing how... <laughs> the promotional episode has Skinner in a dress. <laughs> oh, we bloody got one, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, no. Yeah, it looks like Lisa is disguised as a boy yeah. doing maths or something I actually like that. have uh -huh. seen that one. Yeah. yeah. And Francis McDormand's in it. Oh, there Three you time go. Oscar winner. That's nah. like that, my favourite bit where she wants to join the football team and they're like, yeah. great, we've got the girls' football team. And she goes... 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. So I've got a few fun facts here. Uh, mm. Marge's suit was modelled on an actual Chanel suit, and it's also the type of dresses that former First Lady Jackie Onassis used to wear. They couldn't say, they couldn't show the Chanel. They could not. I noticed. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could say it. But that's why, like, when Marge is, like, holding the label, yeah. her thumb's obscuring it a bit. I think later... And then on the sign, they showed the first half and then there was a tree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, a tree yeah, blocking yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So strange. Yeah. So strange. Um, I assume that's why, like, on MacBooks, they have the sticker and stuff like that. and Or they have, like, a pair. They can't show the oh, brand name or right. else it's, like, a you have to, like, pay for it. Mm. Or something And I think that Yeah there's some And I don't quote me on this If you're a lawyer Please do not <laughs> uh, You can refer but, but, to it But in Tim do- said <laughs> <laughs> Tim said it's okay To steal 100 million dollars From this vault <laughs> <laughs> If I give half, half to him uh, I think you can, yeah, yeah It's it's something to do With logos and branding You can't show it But you can refer to it In dialogue Yeah yeah, that's my understanding. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because you know it's not a bad advertisement for Chanel. Like it's yeah. not like they're ripping on it. Marge is ripping that dress, Yay. but she's not uh, <laughs> not insulting it. Um, they uh, gloss over a little bit at the end that Marge spent their savings on yes. the new dress because she says, "Still got the receipt. We can have a voucher for Chanel." Yeah, just credit at the Chanel <laughs> yeah. store, not not the money back. <laughs> Um, yeah, Marge is quite like it's actually cool to see Marge be the irresponsible one mm. for for once, yeah. and because I if you go back to season one, there's actually opposite of this plot. It's um kind of often she buys two dresses. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Homer- doesn't want to join a country club yeah. It's crazy What is she about? <laughs> um, Mr. Burns catches Homer cheating at Frisbee yes. um, That is the All opposite. these Frisbees everywhere <laughs> No, no, they're flat eggs It is mouth Come on But uh, no, there's like the third I'm or fourth episode Of um, The Simpsons Is they go to the work picnic And Marge gets drunk and like the kids misbehave and Homer's like oh you won't need to act like a nice family oh yeah <laughs> and then he takes him to Dr. Marvin Monroe's oh and, god yes uh, <laughs> yeah and they all electrocute each other but in that one that's like very early Homer where he's yeah. like stop mucking around yeah. <laughs> um, he was like based after like the some sort of president or something uh, yeah, Bush. George oh. <laughs> <laughs> But it was like I don't know. He the way he was looking and stuff. It was like I want to say Ford. Gerald. Oh, Ford. oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I can yeah. See that. Something well, like that. Well, yeah, because when Gerald Ford moves across the road, yeah. they very yeah. yeah. Like, yeah there yeah, was some yeah. something like that where he, he used to yeah. have. He meant to. Ha- he was meant to have that look, and like in the shorts, yeah, he had that like everyone into the bomb shelter. The bombs are dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. such a contrast to his uh, character, oh. like in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's ironic because Gerald Ford uh, pardoned Nixon. Oh, and his name's Homer Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> but he spells it. <laughs> spells it and pronounces it. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's a great gag. I, I didn't like it. I didn't so I didn't really get it as a kid, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't like it. But now it's beautiful. I have that down as one of my favorite gags from the episode. Others include the very, the very start of the episode where they're all having a great time laughing at Bumblebee Man, which 
is a funny show. Oh, yeah. dude, we were howling at <laughs> yeah. Bumblebee Man and the kids laughing because, like, we, when we started this, we paused it straight away, and the image, the image that it paused on, frame one, Bumblebee Man like wiggling his fingers, look, he's about to eat a big, big cup of corn, and he's got a big, uh, be- big bandage wrapped around his head, yeah, and yeah. you just know he's gonna get into trouble. <laughs> he's so sore. <laughs> he just wants that corn so bad. Um, but yeah, I love Grandpa. God, and we're fucking idiots, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we're laughing at a guy in a bee costume eating corn. Yes, I loved Grandpa, who is, as we'll talk about in episode 60 in a couple of weeks, my favourite character, yeah. smashing at the TV oh. and then them all just yelling at him and then he just collapses and he looks like he's dead for a few <laughs> seconds. <laughs> oh, pound, pound for pound, one of the best performances in that episode. He's in it for yeah. 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, heaps, yeah. Of, heaps of great gags and uh, <laughs> physicality and then they just drop him off, never talk to him again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, it was exactly how it used to be uh, back in the day with those sort of TVs. Mm. Like just the dials and the little antenna. All it took was like your parent or something <laughs> just to be like, oh, I'll just move the antenna a little bit. And it's a little fuzzy. Like, oh. The TV's fucked. Or even like when <laughs> Marge is this. doing the vacuuming later in the episode yeah. and the TV's playing up. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kids these days, they don't They've know. come so yeah. far. <laughs> I feel like too busy switching HDMIs. <laughs> When do you think Bunny... Because I feel like even when this episode came out, the Bunny uh, TVs were starting to be obsolete. Yeah, like they when, were... Uh, this yeah. was the era of still big TVs. Yeah. But as they were, the screens were getting like larger, clunky. they were getting thicker out the oh, back. they were thick They the were getting back. thick yeah. out the back. <laughs> yeah, I find it... I like the little continuity. I want to fuck that TV. <laughs> <laughs> I like the continuity nod of when Homer buys a new TV. It is the exact yep. same. <laughs> it looks 100% the same. But it is like... The, he doesn't act like it's the same. It's kind of like... Because it's sold to him as like, hey, Pelly, this is the one you want. And <laughs> Homer, <Kind> of <laughs> And Homer's not like, oh, yeah... I had this one. <laughs> Another joke I forgot, I did not get as a kid is all the stuff he's describing is just a normal TV, like two prong outlet, yeah. uh, aerial, sturdy outer case. <laughs> it's just a TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's screen true. for the picture to mm. be on. <laughs> By the way, did you notice that guy um, who I believe in the scripts is called Wise Guy? Yeah. Raphael. Raphael is his actual name, as um, said in one episode. Yes, well done, Tim. Ding, Thank ding, you. ding. Uh, I'm winning this episode, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Donna's quickly Googling, being like, what is Quickie Voice Teens or name? <laughs> Shame you spent your teenage years going out on a Saturday night, not listening to DVD commentaries like me and Murphy Mac. <laughs> I couldn't afford the DVDs when I was a kid. I also still stayed in on the weekends. Do you know what? I knew it before I said it, yep. but the joke wouldn't work either way. I was in and poor. <laughs> you had to drive to the Ogdenville Outlet Mall, yeah. hope they had some of the Simpsons VHS. <laughs> um, but yeah, when the sh- when Grandpa's smashing the TV, there's a quick frame of Bumblebee Man talking to Wise Guy. Oh, I yeah. didn't even notice that. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to, to note is how much of a goddamn discount the Chanel dress is. Yeah. It's down from $2,800 <laughs> to $90. That's I did the math. 96.5% off. <laughs> also, I was going to say, back to Ogdenville, was that a monorail place? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. When as soon as they said it, I was like, "Oh!" And it's like, "Oh, really close to a former Japanese internment camp." <laughs> <laughs> no, which we mentioned twice. That was a sign gag. Yeah. <laughs> and that was. Um, and now it's got a shiny monorail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's a really good um, callback. The fact that it's in Ogdenville. I don't know if that's where Marge 
goes we're into the rundown town. I think that's North Haverbrook. I think. Oh yes, possibly. Um, or what? Are, Brockway, Ogdenville, and North Haverbrook. Yeah, I'm yeah. interested. Yeah, when, when she goes, there's never been any. Yeah. monorail closes. It's like home of. Or maybe it just says Monorail Cafe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd be interested to know now. Mm. Uh, oh, I figured it out. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> but um, someone listening right now, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, yeah. I just got added to a kill list. <laughs> <laughs> While you're uh, flicking around and having a look, I yeah. did want to mention oh, pumping your own gas. Mm. Now, one of the few episodes, uh, the Quickie Mart has uh, petrol, petrol. Uh, and also. Uh, I looked it up because I knew it. Apparently, only two states in the United States, yeah, uh, where it is illegal to pump your own gas. Oh, yeah, it used to be wow. fully. Apparently, it used to be fully illegal. I might be talking out of school a little bit here. But it used <laughs> to be completely illegal because it would be because back in the day it was like, oh well, you can't pump your own gas. It's so flammable. Yeah, and it also is creating jobs for people to you know shine shine cars and stuff like that. And then yeah. they moved into apparently Oregon and New Jersey are the only places where it's now no you need to have an attendant at a gas station to pump gas into oh, your car. So there pe- you go. So that people you know don't drive off immediately or put in an incorrect amount or anything like that. Okay. So those are two states that Springfield is not in. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Um, as a kid, my mum would always get the attendant to do it. Really? Yeah. I've I've been to But a you place. lived in New Jersey, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Ogdenville gets brought up a few times. It's also I forgot, um, when the Simpsons get a horse. No, not the one where they get a pony, but they get the a The diving horse? horse? Yeah. Um but oh. in that Saddle Saw Galactica? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um God, imagine if I applied myself to anything <laughs> real in fucking life, huh? That contains the Ogdenville band. So oh. there you go. So it's cool oh. that they keep scattering it throughout the, the series. Mm. Um, yeah. Let's bring out the book, why don't we? Let's crack yes. open the tome. This is The Simpsons, A Complete Guide to Our Favourite Family. If you're a new listener, and what a what an episode to oh, be doing us for the first I'm sorry. Time. Very confusing. Next time, next episode they listen to, they're like, hang on, where, why is Tim not doing the introduction? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, basically... My, my eardrums aren't bleeding <laughs> immediately. Got a book here I've had since I was a kid. It's called The Simpsons, A Complete Guide to Our Favourite Family, and it is all about the first eight seasons of the show. We have a little game here on the mm-hmm. podcast where... Where the guests have to guess which character the book has chosen to highlight for mm. the specific episode we're talking about. Scenes from Class Struggle of Springfield. There's a few a few characters in this one. Who do you think they have chosen to highlight? Give a little biography for. Oh, I would. <laughs> I would <laughs> it felt like you I were stalling for time. But we, <laughs> yeah, but we yeah. both done this game before. We <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I just got really into it. Who are we going to highlight? <laughs> a little bio. In a way. <laughs> a little slice a of their life. And then text above it. Tell me about this person. It's very inconsistent, this podcast. Do you recognise this voice? <laughs> I feel like a few weeks ago I just introduced this. Anyway, which character do you reckon they've done? I've had a book. It's like The yeah. Simpsons? <laughs> uh, I thought it would be Marge with her suit, but I'm not sure now. Okay. <laughs> now that you've yeah. really drawn it out. <laughs> I don't actually know. Uh, I was thinking either... I was initially thinking... Because I knew the game was coming. Uh, <laughs> and so all through the episode, I was like, who do they highlight? And I th- I was thinking it's like... I can't remember. Not Evelyn. 
the the sassier one, the the with the black hair, little bob oh. cut. Oh, the Suzanne? Suzanne. <laughs> Suzanne. That's a joke. That's another joke I did not get as a kid. Yeah, 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 totally. Hey, wasn't another one Elizabeth or Elizabeth. something? Yeah. <laughs> Susan. Elizabeth. Susan. Susan. Uh, Roberta. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was Suzanne. Yeah. But also now I'm second guessing myself. I think it might be Kent Brockman's daughter. Oh, yeah. She's yes. been in other episodes. She gets a line in this. It's so good. What is no hair amazing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so oh. good. She's also in the Malibu Stacey episode. Oh, and that's, that's right. Yeah. Daddy, that's boring. <laughs> there was a story about the doll. And do you know what made me think? I think because she's had uh, bigger lines in other episodes, and that would probably. They probably would have highlighted Malibu Stacey on that episode, I would say. So that's why I think they might have punted her to this okay, episode. Okay. Lock it in. Lock it oh, in. What's her name? Stacey Brockman? I thought it was Stacey. It's uh, Brittany, I think. Oh. Brittany Brock. Brittany Brockman. Confused by Malibu Stacey. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, she looks like a Stacey. God, I love her hair. <laughs> uh, she's one of the few female characters voiced by Nancy Cartwright. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Sisters are truly doing it for themselves. <laughs> <say. laughs> this episode. Um, Let's crack it open. Tim, should have stuck to your guns. It was Evelyn Peters. Oh. Evelyn Peters. I guess because it's the only episode she's in. Yeah, makes sense. Not a, interestingly, not a guest star. I feel like usually if they were to get a one-off character like mm. this, they might get a. Oh, um, this would a hundred percent be a, a famous guest star. Now. I just realized who would be the the golfer guy, but I guess not. Also, wait, was he okay with that golfer? Golfer guy was yeah. he in a game as well? Was there a, you know a video game that like Millhouse had or Bart um, had? Oh, or Lee Carvello's putting challenge. Yeah, something like that. No, that's Tom Kite. Ah, oh, shoot. Yeah, I don't know anything Lee about Carvello, golf, I but I knew that was made a, up, right? Yes, Lee Carvello's made up. They I just believe all have the same boring golf. We're both. Players. We're both. <laughs> well, while you're googling that, I google that and can confirm. Yes, Ken Brockman's daughter, Brittany. Hey, there we go. Brittany Brockman. Brittany Brockman. Brittany Lee Brockman. Carvello is a original Simpsons character. Uh, there you go. Um, whereas Tom Kite is real. And yeah, yeah um, they have. I, they don't usually have when it's celebrities playing themselves. They don't usually choose them as the mm. thing. Just a bit of a um, hint for you there for next time we do the pod. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Write it down, Donna. Put it in your brain. <laughs> um, but yeah, Evelyn Peters. When we do um, the, the Greyhound episodes and I, I keep guessing Rory Calhoun. <laughs> <laughs> um, Real guy. Want to hear this? I know. <laughs> All I know about him is that he stands up. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime uh, I see him in like an old movie, it's like, there's motherfuckers walking around. Yeah. <laughs> like a little greyhound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stuff you may have missed. Stuff we may have missed. Yes. So let's see how many of this you actually missed. Oh, here we go. Already way ahead of your book, Ogdenville is mentioned in Marjorie's The Monorail. Uh, Take that, Bill, you <laughs> fucking editor. <laughs> What's his name? Bill Morrison? Yep. All right. I almost said Scott Morrison. <laughs> yeah, little you know impact. What? Take that, Scott take Morrison. The, take that. <laughs> you, you were a part of this as well. Mm. Scotty from HR. <laughs> or marketing, whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> Scotty from Definitely H- not HR. <laughs> Karen from HR is what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Karen from Scotty, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm having a stroke. Uh, of good luck. I'm on a friend's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right. Um... What else did we miss? The Simpsons buy their TV at the Appliance Zone. Their slogan is your grey market superstore. I don't really get that. Kind of just below black market. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I do love their right. Sony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. They're all top. <laughs> I, did li- <laughs> I did like the, uh, the, the tagline. The tagline. The motto for the... Um, 
Country Club, home oh. of the tippling gadabout. Gadabout, oh. yeah. Tim, again, way hey. ahead of the book. Um, the book has that Not here. Not way ahead. Um, <laughs> no, wow. Just I mean, why? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tim, I'm not going to lie. You're way ahead of the book. Proud home of the tippling gadabout. That's so delightful. what does that mean? Well, tippling is, you know, imbibing of alcohol. Right. And gadabout, it's just like an old, old-timey, like a, a, gad, a, a man about town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A so bachelor. Yeah. I wasn't sure, like, if so it meant that was like a bird that they I think it's something. meant to sound like a bird, but I guess it sounds like a drunk who's yeah. kind of having a fun, good time, right. basically. I like their little logo. Gadabout was before goose. you could say fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their, their logo is like a goose with a golf stick yeah. wrapped around yeah. it. Whatever. Donna, I you're don't way know. ahead of the book. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Let's see if we can guess the last thing that we may have missed. <laughs> uh, all right. Have, have, a, have a guess. What do you Fuck. reckon it is? Uh, what is else? It, is it cup, that the shirt was classy? Three la- more classy things. Lassie. All right, three more things. Classy Lassie. Yeah, that classy is not Lassie. mentioned, but you're on the right track. Mm. Uh, I'm going to guess uh, the the brands are Sony, Panop, whatever. No, it, it's not the brands gag. A sign out the front of Stepping Out Fashion Mart reads: "Browse through our well, bra barrel." Bra barrel. <laughs> bra barrel. And delightful. another one: Homer in bed reads: "Our caddies ourselves." A book by and for golfers. I read that, but I didn't understand it well, nor find it funny so i didn't think of it that's why that's where murphy comes in yeah so here's the thing about the book it often tells you the gag like what the sign says but it doesn't actually explain the joke right. whereas murphy it must be a book from that time uh period. here we go it is i've got a feeling and sorry to be way ahead of murphy on this one i feel it might be a parody of a famous book murphy our cats ourselves <laughs> no. is a parody of the landmark feminist book our bodies ourselves. Oh, yeah. oh my Bit god! Of a theme. There you <laughs> <are>. <laughs> yeah, right below the bra barrel. <laughs> that also that feminist literature. Browse yeah. <laughs> our bar- bra barrel. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're seeing anything feminist, just like oh, picking up on a theme here. <laughs> Women. Yeah. <laughs> Got um, a couple. Uh, so that's all the facts from the book. But thanks uh, to the internet, I've got a few more fun facts. Thanks, mm. internet. Um, Thank you, SNPP.com. Well, actually, this is from the um, the commentary. Um, Marge's suit was sorry. The country club women's clothes were changed in every scene. Mm-hmm. Um, this was something Susie Deeder thought was hard to do because usually they. Um, just reuse the yeah. same clothes, uh, but here the animators had to come up with new designs. Mm. So, yeah. Well, right. Suzanne's uh, <laughs> jibes wouldn't make sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, that's the, the thing. Same. She could be just having a field day about everyone in Springfield because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's always wearing the same. Uh, oh. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, what was. Oh, yeah. Who's Mary Hart? I don't know. I don't <laughs> have that one I, I down, look actually. That up. Yeah. Let's have a look. Oh, was she? I'm thinking of Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Who's Mary Hartman? <laughs> uh, it was a 70s TV show oh. that no one listening to this would remember. Because <laughs> okay. I am a 60-year-old white man. <laughs> no, I actually remember you know, her. <laughs> so, um, yeah, when, uh, for those that have forgotten, <gasps> Lisa... Hang on, sorry, go on. I, I've got a tie. Yes. Tim got an erection. Uh, when <laughs> Marge tries... <laughs> it's happening again. <laughs> when Marge tries on the suit for the first time, Lisa says, wow. You look like Mary Hart. So Mary Hart, I'll show you a photo, Tim, and um, 
Wow, she has long blue hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She used to host Entertainment Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Is that why you made a gasp, Tim? Is that what you remembered? Well, (laughs) ah, damn. I gasped because it was like, oh, Mary Hart was also referenced in Seinfeld. Oh. Because Kramer has uh, a a seizure hearing her voice, which is a reference to a real life thing. And that, that's why I guess was like, oh my God, if Jennifer Crittenden wrote that episode as oh. well, it'd be amazing. It wasn't. It was Peter Melman. Mm. But at least you see where the... That's, you can see why I gasped. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it Has now. Mary yeah. Hart been hosting Entertainment Tonight? I have had a stroke. Entertainment Tonight for that long? Like from season seven to... Yes, forever. Because I know as the host of Entertainment Tonight. Yeah, she well, she began her television career in 1975. You thought it was fun when you were reading synopsises from the Simpsons episodes (laughs) on Disney Plus. So we're now reading the Wikipedia entry for Mary Hart. Um, I mean, she's a delight. She was also Miss South Dakota in 1970. I I saw that part of the Wikipedia and I thought, do you know what would be funny if I mentioned this? It'd be like, oh, that's how I know her. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought, no, even bringing that up is too boring. (laughs) Uh, Is there a Mr. South Dakota? Here's another name that gets um, quoted in this episode that I'm sure none of us know. Uh, when Burns says to Homer, quit cogitating Steinmetz. <laughs> um, Charles P. Steinmetz, one of the most important contributors to the development and adoption of alternating current um, as an electrical engineer at GE. He died in 1923. That is a perfect Mr. Burns. Oh, <laughs> God. Line. That also, is great. Um, I enjoyed how they tried to get him to look like a golfer. Like... Putting him in different clothes. Mm, yeah. His mm. pants were so high up. Oh, in yeah, 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 yeah. And then other shots, they were like, oh, where do these fit on his body? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've yeah, we've yeah. given him the weirdest proportions. <laughs> I don't know where these fit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Looking at a picture oh, no. now. Yeah, yeah that's that right up to the They're armpits. all the way up there. And then I think in the next shot, they were like, oh, that means his crotches. Oh, no. <laughs> all the, uh, yeah, all the, all the golf variants of the clothes, and particularly Krusty as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also loved Krusty's gag of, uh, I knew my kind wasn't yeah, welcome here. Yeah. That's one. Clowns. <laughs> They're famous this, for hating. We commented on this when we watched it, but there's so many examples in this episode of like realistic yet mm. still sort of wacky uh, violence. So, yes. like when Homer steps on Krusty's head with the golf shoes, like you can feel that when and Homer whacks like his in, shoe. Indents yeah, yeah. On his head. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he whacks his leg and his whole leg vibrates. Yeah, That's yeah. Like, um, great like, animation as yeah. well. This I, is this is this is some peak animation. There's there's still a lot of. Uh, Squash and stretch animation, yeah. Stuff, yeah. which I love. Particularly, like I was noticing their little um, pupils were like streaks in one frame oh, that's before oh, becoming, right. and it just ma- yeah. it just makes it flow so well. The animation on the shaking leg, it's yes. beautiful. Yeah, no, it's I really miss, well done. I miss that. Oh, hundred percent. They've, 100%. they've more gone to the, yeah. the digital style. It's Everything's very now. quick, but like as in quickly animated, but it mm. ruins. Things. It's cheaper, yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, Smithers <sighs> That's a class struggle for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Smithers having the traditional head bump <laughs> yeah. come up out of Love his it. flat top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the fact that they kept it when usually it goes away. Yeah, you yeah, go, yeah. Yes, he's had a head injury. <laughs> it's gone now. But keeping it makes it go. Oh, he's injured <laughs> he is he is still severely injured right now he's got cte <laughs> <laughs> he needs to lie down sometimes <laughs> like, well it's like when crusty gets hit by the uh golf club uh, he's, he remains motionless <laughs> yeah yeah um, let's watch the episode again <laughs> it was a lot of fun um, he, couple got, he got hit by a car earlier as well yeah. like, he's not well <laughs> mm. um, 
I was thinking, like, it is a little... Uh, this is a classic, hope someone got fired by the Spondus sort of thing to comment on, but Burns' strength? Like, yes, they do... It is, I guess, a plot point in that he isn't actually hitting them that, that far. That's the whole thing. Mm. Smithers is cheating, as we saw in the plot description. But... Uh, <laughs> You, he still takes a pretty mighty swing, yeah. Mr. Burns. Like Up to the, the sun, at least. Yeah, <laughs> Mis- usually Mr. Burns cannot like even hold God a. God damn, Mr. Burns is a better golfer than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> like what? you know, you do have Homer yelling, "How does that old man hit so far?" But yeah. we still see him able to confidently mm. like hit the. And as we know, it's like what was it two two to three episodes later? He got like a sponge on his head and he started yeah. to into the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not that far away. Yeah, yeah. A couple uh, things from this episode that said by Bard actually that I say in real life um, <laughs> is ah raspberries. <laughs> I've been that's, saying. Oh my god, that's the one I say that so often. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and also when he says, looking fabulous. <laughs> I say that to the mirror every morning. <laughs> I was going to say, I've never heard that one from you. But <laughs> I didn't get your ears checked, man. I def- def- definitely said that around you. You just said ra- raspberries when I walk into a room. <laughs> hey, Tim, we can all see your raspberries. You need longer shorts. <laughs> um, you said it when um, you asked, who did I book for this episode again? <laughs> oh, raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> little fun fact here Brandine's first appearance Cletus's wife wow. Brandine Yeah first appearance Which is why it was A little more gentle Instead of being like We're brother and sister Yeah Sex 100% yeah. yeah But it was implied <laughs> <laughs> Well you they do You yeah. don't make the subtext text You know What was it It was just like You know I have to wear What Dairy Queen makes me Or something Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But I thought Yeah I thought it was Going to be more like What some sort of Stripper place or yeah. something, but why would I wear Dairy- that? I'm just going to take it off in one. Yeah, minute. <laughs> yeah, but Dairy Queen's just like. Well, they've got a. You might be thinking later in the season, uh, in that classic episode where Maggie gets locked in a box, yes. uh, when he goes, "Hi, Brown Lane, you can maybe wear these to your job interview." And she goes, scoff up the topless dancing runway. <laughs> it's like you're in the room with Hank Azaria and <laughs> Tress McNeil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel bad for you, man, because you really are running out of um, accents you're allowed to do. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, uh, what did Apu say in this episode? Yeah. Well. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> and that's Murph's Tavern for another episode. Um, oh, actually, that wobble pen, I remember those. Yeah. 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 And yeah, he didn't. They um, were great, actually. <laughs> the, uh, actually, I did. I skipped over this one, but also in stuff you may have missed, Apu sells mini space mutants at his I cash register. And yeah, I, I remember those little uh, alien things. They yeah. were cool. You put them on your fingers. Yeah. yeah. And that was it. <laughs> you go like, yeah, yeah. wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I wasted this show bag. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gone with Birdie Beetle. God damn it. Um, Final thoughts on this episode and a rating as well? Uh, final thoughts? Yeah, this was one that I didn't like as a kid that much because it wasn't as wacky or uh, kid-focused yep. as I would have liked. But now, looking back, I love this episode. It's really mm. good. Uh, we didn't mention it. There's a small appearance by Patty and Selma, which I always <laughs> love. Great <laughs> characters. Vote for your favorite characters. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Uh, it's also par- scenes from the class struggle in Springfield. A parody of the movie scenes from the class struggle in Beverly Hills. Oh yeah, we didn't mention that. I had that in my yeah. notes, and that's um, I've not seen it. But a nineteen eighty nine black comedy film. Yeah, oh. I've not seen it, but it's directed by Paul Bartel, who I really like. So maybe check it out if you want. 
Paul Bartel Molkop. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Tim's getting out his phone. <laughs> married, to Mary Wa- <laughs> married to Mary Warrenov, one of my favorite actors. Ah, so, yeah, yeah. good cool. episode. Nice. Um, out of 10? Out of 10. I'll go an eight. Yeah, nice. Donna? Yeah, uh, I had the same thoughts, basically. Mm. Not a fan when I was a kid, but now I'm like, wow. Still sad, but pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like funny, but sad. I don't know. That nice middle ground yeah. makes you go, wow. Life is a bit bleak. Um, <laughs> I think the same, Patty and Selma, why are they so dressed up all the time? They have this vibe where they're like, oh, we're going to stay in and not do anything. But also, va va boom, yeah, we go yeah, out. True. What the hell? <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, yeah, I give it, I think I'll give it a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Because nice. it still makes me sad. <laughs> it is such a funny visual and it's in the book here of March yeah. <laughs> wearing that large dress. All it's the way so out. So well done. And it's like in, what was it, vinyl. We can patch up the cigarette yeah, bags with yeah. vinyl. <laughs> Um, I uh, am in the same boat as you too. Yeah, never would have called this, uh, you know, uh, an episode I was super excited for when it came on the TV. Um, But yeah, you really appreciate this one, I think, as you get older. And I'm going to give it a seven and a half. There we go. In between Donna and Tim. Got anything to plug, Timothy Clark? Uh, follow me on all the socials if you like at Mr. Timothy Clark, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, bullshit like that. Uh, I will say if you live North Melbourne kind of area around Brunswick or so in Brunswick every Wednesday, I do a very fun pub trivia that I write myself and 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 host at 7:30 p.m. Wednesdays at the Victoria Hotel on Victoria Street, Brunswick. Come along. Book a table. It's great. Might be some questions about Paul Bartel. Absolutely not. No one (laughs) knows who Paul Bartel is. (laughs) Paul Paul Bartel. Director of Eating Raul? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's the question. That's something you ask. uh, And one thing... (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, my uh, my dad was uh, Scooby Doo. Um, and one thing I want to say: thank you again to Donna for having us in your home. Yeah, no thanks, Donna. What else do you have? Do you have to plug? Uh, I've got <laughs> what you're still hosting. I'm, still hosting. Yeah. I'm doing my job here. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, my Instagram is Donna underscore fun underscore Collins. I've got my art one, which is two four L A H A twenty four Laha. Uh, follow them. Thank you. Scenes from the class struggle in 24 La La. <laughs> yes. That's what I do there. I'm all 24 that. short I'm all films class. about La La. La La. La Ha. Um, you can check out my stuff at murphymclaughlin.com. Uh, and uh, oh, it's class struggle in Beverly Hills. I thought it was class struggle in LA. That's so my little parody there made no sense at <laughs> all. Oh, believe me, I had no idea what the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> You know, I just roll with it. And that is my job here as the host. Thank you all so much for listening to Murph's Tavern. Uh, please share it with... Hey, Simpsons is a very popular show. I'm sure you got some friends who like it. <laughs> Give them a wreck for the pod. And remember, 60th episode coming up. Vote for your favorite characters. Favorite Follow character. Murph's favorite Tavern character. on all the social media. He's been Murphy McLaughlin. <laughs> Donna Collins. I've been Timothy Clark. And at the end of... As, as we say at the end of every episode... <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I kept going to take over, but you nailed it. Like, <laughs> you were him. waiting for a pause. There was no pause. Well, I was like, oh. uh, he's going to forget to plug the 60th. Nope, he did that. <laughs> uh, nah. uh, well, I'm a great he'll, host. He'll never say bye. <laughs> <laughs>